0: And we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm gonna be a leader
1: what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Championship Leadership Podcast, and uh, I'm super excited, as always, uh, for our guest today. She reigns out of L.A. She she lives in L.A., uh, originally from Florida, but um, she has a Facebook group and a podcast called The Woman Unleashed Collective, so definitely check those out. Uh, You can find out more about her book on Amazon. It's called The Call to Rise, A Guide to Healing and Becoming the Powerful Woman You Were Meant to Be. And uh, so who we have here today is Miss Kelly Kristen, which just happens to be her IG and Facebook uh, tags as well. M.S. Kelly Kristen. And we'll get that linked up for you in the show notes as well. But thank you so much uh, for taking some time out of your busy day in life to be here. I appreciate it.
2: Hi, everybody. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me, Nate. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, so I always love to kick the conversation off, as I say, with this first question. The name of the podcast is Championship Leadership. So, you know, what comes to mind for you? Or what, what does that mean to you when you hear championship leadership?
2: Yeah, so for me, leadership is really all about leading yourself first. Um, and I think that that's a part that is often missed and I have had to learn how to lead myself in my own life so that I can therefore lead other people and I think the idea of championship leadership is really becoming a master of yourself first and continuing to be in that leadership practice of self in order to lead others.
1: Yeah yeah that's that's a big one I love it when when the guests bring that up because I think before you can lead anyone else you gotta it starts with you right focus on yourself you know, there's a lot of people that want to lead or coach or whatever it is, but they're not necessarily taking care of their own house first, right? So yeah, absolutely one hundred percent a must and important in my book when it comes to championship leadership. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about you and obviously you have a calling to, to help, to coach, to lead, to guide other women in yeah. life. Um, so maybe yeah, just give us a give us an idea of the path, you know, where you've come through in life and how that's brought you to where you are today with the podcast, with the books, and everything else that you're up to.
2: Yeah, so I always think that this is a bit of a loaded question (laughs) because of course, right, right, and (laughs) journeys are so complex, and I know for me, I have just gone down so many different roads and avenues, and what really led me here, it's it's interesting. I've always felt in my life that I've always been, you know, a really strong, powerful woman and always had the leadership drive and that archetype sort of expressed within myself and i found myself a few years quite a few years back now in a really terrible toxic relationship completely lost myself just no sense of identity um really didn't know what i wanted to do who i was i left that relationship highly traumatized and i kind of decided i'm never gonna let my life look like this again i went on this really down the deep rabbit hole of self-discovery of how did I get here? What actually caused this? How am I at cause for this? And what am I going to do to never have my life look like this again? And how am I going to heal myself? And that's really what set me down um, my rabbit hole of healing, which, gosh, has gone so many different directions from I actually – I am a nurse and I started sort of in the mental health field, doing psychiatric nursing really quickly decided that I couldn't get on board with handing people a bunch of pills when I'm like, they probably just need a hug and some love. And, um, I went into holistic health, became a holistic health coach, and that was really my first kind of stint in coaching. And from there, I realized the issues that I was having in my life, the issues that my clients were having weren't really about food. It wasn't really about not eating gluten or dairy or not having sugar. It was like, what is going on in your mental and emotional and spiritual bodies? And from there, I went just further down, subconscious healing routes. I'm now a practitioner of NLP. I am also a clinical hypnotherapist, which I absolutely love hypnotherapy. I feel like it's the most healing thing that not enough people do. It's like if you could do one thing, it would be hypnotherapy, and it helps so many people. And I also practice something called Psych-K, which is psychological kinesiology, working with the mind body connection and really getting your brain into coherence which is massively healing as well and you know like we were saying earlier i'm patient zero i'm number one i went down this route to help myself in a lot of ways and i decided that i had to go through the terrible things that i went through in my life for a purpose and that purpose for me was to be able to take a stand, to stand up for other women that maybe are going through these situations that they don't know how to get out of, they don't know how to heal from, and I can help them do that using my own personal experience and being somebody who's really willing to take all of those steps and to go into the depths of everything that I needed to, to where I feel like, okay, I've got a grip on this now, and now I can help other people do it in a really impactful and powerful way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, thank you for sharing that and sharing your story. And you mentioned hypnotherapy. I've, there's been uh, probably a few of you now in the last probably month that have talked about that and hypnotics and, and the power in it. And uh, it's not something that I've ever experienced personally myself, but but I love that the, it's coming up. It's kind of oh, a theme. So, so definitely good. Something I yeah, should you're check being yeah.
2: <laughs> signs from the universe to you. Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Tell, all signs pointing towards, hey, go check this out.
2: Yeah, I love uh, hypnotherapy and I feel like anybody who wants to change their life in any way, it, it can help in so many different aspects. Find yourself a good hypnotherapist and it's like, it's so life-changing. And yeah. you can even do self-hypnosis too, which is yeah. probably the easiest thing that anybody could implement in their life to actually get some really nice transformation.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, that's interesting. His name was Amy Tariq actually from Florida. He was talking about it and he said, yeah, now he has some tapes that he listens to like on a daily basis. So that might be, must be something towards what you were just talking about there with the self. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's talk a little bit more about like what, so patient zero kind of went through some things yourself and, and, uh, figured some things out, you know, went to work on you and now realized, Hey, you know, I needed to go through some of these things so that I could help many others that are going through it as well that don't know where to look or don't know where to go. I can relate to that too. As a coach, you know, I can look as a leader. I can look back at all the things now and it makes total sense why I did what I did and what it preparing me for what I'm doing today. But at the time you you can't really see that. Right. But, but what's, what's the vision for you? I I know championship leaders. I, I see them as like they have great visions, but they also like have great courage to take, decisive action on that and like even when it's not the popular move or choice they're the ones that are constantly winning or or ahead of the curve or our elite and championship level because they are willing to make some of those um, decisions that others wouldn't be so yeah I, I'm just curious for you like the women unleashed collective you got the book you got everything that, that you got going on the podcast like what's the vision for you what kind of impact do you want to make over the next you know five to ten years like where where are you headed
2: Yeah, so the vision for me is to really like my mission is to have every woman deeply understand her worth and her value in this society outside of what has been told outside of all the things that she thinks and we can decondition away everything that living in a patriarchal society does with women and to have her really reclaim all parts of herself that so she can live a really amazing life right? That's the mission. That's the vision. For me, what that looks like is continuing to spread the message through books, through podcasting, um, through live events, which will be something that I'm implementing um, through retreats, because I mm. feel that um, a lot of the work that I do with people is some of that deep, dark stuff that people are not super comfortable sharing. So like that intimate container, the intimate retreats where we can do some Amazing transformation in a weekend. You know, I do talk quite a bit about healing trauma and different things. I think that our society has um, this idea that trauma is only like these really horrible things, like, and it's not. Trauma is anything that made you feel unsafe in your body. And when we have these experiences and we don't deal with them, they end up impacting so many areas of our life. So I like to create these safe spaces where we can say, like. You know, I went through this thing. It was really horrible and awful, but working through it, you don't have to hold on to it anymore. The old rhetoric around trauma and therapy even is like, you know, I've been seeing the same therapist for 15 years. No, if you are seeing somebody for 15 years, I think there's an issue with that. I don't (laughs) let clients work with me one-on-one beyond six months. I'm like, within six months, if we have not gotten what needs to be done in that time, there's you have to go to somebody else. I'm not gonna let myself be a crutch for you. And of course, healing is not like you have to heal right now, it's a process. But I give you those tools to process on your own and not have you rely on me or a therapist or somebody else, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm in the mix of that conversation of like healing is possible no matter what you have been through. And, um, And I take that really seriously. And really I'm in it for changing the conversation around what dis-ease in your body is. You know, I personally feel that things that we treat with Western medicine, autoimmune disorders, um, pain in the body, all of these things have emotional causes, emotional triggers. And if we can work in your emotional processing, if we can learn actually how to process emotions and all of the things that we don't learn growing up, we can learn that now. We can, you know, have a beautiful thriving body and a beautiful thriving life. And so that's really what I'm all about. And that vision for me expands globally.
1: Yeah, I love it. Thank you. Yeah, it's a big vision. And that's, you know, I love it. I, I love it when people have a, a huge vision and are willing to go after it. Um, you know, you said something about like retreats and just the power of bringing people into almost this, this place where they can get away, create some space from daily life and, and to really get down to, you know what's really going on for them as a coach for us. Like I I think I mentioned before we started recording, we have, we have a coach program, one for men, one for women. And it's, it's very similar to like, it's a kind of an intimate setting. We don't, we don't mix and match the men and the women together. And just, you know, for obvious reasons, probably. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and there are a lot of, you know, it's just a, it's a powerful place for them to come and to really get down to sharing some of the things that they probably never have before Uh, But that's the only way that I think that you can really get through to to get those breakthroughs and to get where it is that you want inside of your life. So I love that you're doing that. And you said so you're going to you're going to start kicking those off this year.
2: Yes. By the end of this year, I will have a retreat locked in kind of looking at spaces and places right now and getting all of that that worked out before um, it's announced. But I am super excited to do that because it is really important and I think, you know, the online world is great. And, you know, obviously I, I do have online courses and, and group coaching and things like that. And I see a lot of my clients, majority of everything is online, um, mm-hmm. but there's nothing quite like that in-person feeling that you get and the transformations that can take place in that intimate container. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Maybe you could talk to me a little bit, like who are some championship level leaders, coaches, mentors that have impacted you um, along your way? in life um, you know indirectly directly uh, and and less about like who they are but really you know what is it about them that made them great leaders or coaches or mentors and, and what maybe have you taken yourself and applied into you who you are as a leader a coach a mentor
2: yeah so I absolutely love um, Marissa Peer she's a big um, mentor for me in a way that she really for me put hypnotherapy like on the map as far as how transformational it can be mm-hmm. and i love how simple she makes the process and i've really tried to adapt that into my own mentorship with people i think sometimes as coaches and maybe you resonate with this too it's like we have so much knowledge to share and so many things and so many directions that we can go that it's like no what is the simplest Face to that transformation, right? Yeah. Like, what is the simplest way? It's just a straight little line, right? Yeah. And right. so, being able to facilitate that and be able to take that, take that back and say, okay, like, what's the simplest way for this to happen? I really love that. I'm also um, very big into spiritual teachings. So for me, uh, Marianne Williamson is actually just a huge mentor of mine. I love, um, I love her fearlessness. How she has gone from you know, a spiritual teacher to now getting into politics and all of the things that she really stands for, especially uh, as a woman. I think what I would love to bring to this conversation in leadership, especially when it comes to women, is that we don't have a lot of women leaders that are really feminine. And I think somebody like Marianne Williamson remains in her feminine essence while still being a strong leader. And I Mm -hmm. think that that's really rare. That's something that as women we're kind of coming into now, because for a long time to be a woman in the leadership space, you've pretty much had to act like a man. And, um, I think that that has done, you know, okay. And it's gotten women certain places, but I think when women tap into their own feminine magic and embrace the, the things that make them a woman and, you know, the feelings and the flow and the intuition, and we really, tap into that side of leadership, that's when women are their most powerful.
1: Yeah, no, that's a, that's a really great point. It's got me thinking when you said that, you know, I've never, I hadn't really thought too much about it, but, but yeah, I think you're right. And I think I, I totally agree too. Yeah, it would be super powerful um, to have someone show, just show up, like you said, a woman to show up a lead in, in leadership positions to own the feminine, uh, femininity, if that's the right word, uh, of who they are and, and how powerful that really would be so, yeah, I, I love that, and I would love to see more of it. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. Um, <laughs> yeah, obviously, right? Um, wait, you know, I, this is just a random question. In, in, do you see yourself always working with women, or do you see maybe potentially like working together with couples and, and things like that, or, or have you so been So, I don't
2: exclusively like, work with women. I know okay. everything, like all of my branding and everything is around yeah. women. And That's occasionally, right. I do get men that reach out to me And I have, and I usually work with them in one-on-one settings. A lot of my group stuff is reserved for women. Maybe eventually I would do a men's retreat or something. I'm not sure. Uh, But the men that usually reach out to me are really drawn to me for whatever reason and my work. And a lot of times they are some of my favorite clients because they're so open and they know that they need the certain work that I do and Mm -hmm. they can be really, really powerful, powerful containers. Um, I do think that, that men really do need this work. A lot of the emotional release and the things that, again, like as women have been sort of to get into that leadership role of having to act like men, men also are not allowed to embrace their feminine side. A lot of times they're not allowed to express their emotions. You know, they grow up and they hear all these things about like being the tough guy and, you know, boys don't cry and all of these things. And, And there's so much repression within that. And, you know, certain men get to a point where they're like, wow, I don't know how to feel my feelings. I don't know how to process my emotions. And it's slowly killing me. <laughs> and yeah, unfortunately, yeah. we don't have a lot of outlet for men. So yeah. I do work with men on that as well.
1: Yeah, you bet. And that's important. And uh but I think, you know, it's it's great, you know, just from a business perspective and and from where you're at to, you know, to really kind of plant your flag and what you do and who you help and you know, just like that's who you are. And it doesn't have to be who you always are going to be either. So, Absolutely. yeah, I love that. that's why I asked it. A few more questions here. I want to respect your time. Uh, this one is one of my favorites. You know, maybe you could think of a moment, like a critical moment, defining moment, kind of a pivotal moment in your life where you kind of come to that fork in the road. And I always put it this way that, you know, obviously you did cho- choose the decision you did make the decision you did that's why it has you where you are today but you could have very easily went maybe the path that everybody else would go versus the road less traveled and um and and you would be somewhere completely different in life i love asking this question because i think a lot of business owners entrepreneurs listen to this podcast and you know for many of them they're probably at this moment right now And they, they have a lot of people maybe pulling them to the left, but everything inside of them is telling them, man, they got to go right. But it's, it's a hard decision for them to make. Um, And so it's just, it's awesome to hear from the guests, tell their stories about how they were in that moment, how they did choose to listen to themselves and uh, you know, how it worked out, of course, because that's where you are today. Is there a moment that that comes to mind when I talk, talk about this, ask this question for you?
2: I'm so many moments. Yeah. Right. (laughs) We
1: all have like lots of those, right?
2: So many moments. My gosh, I'm really big on following my intuition. And I'm really big on following that even when it doesn't make sense. And even when everybody in my life is like, what are you doing? What are you thinking? Um, So for me, and I I think that all, you know, gosh, I've left so many um, of those high paying careers and things and this, you know, quote unquote stability. You know, I was a nurse. I completely left that Profession to do what I wanted to do um, after going to school, after doing all the things that I was supposed to do and sort of checking off all those boxes, right? That was something for me that was like scary and unknown, of course, like starting your own business, doing your own thing. Like, that's never an easy decision. You know, I also decided to one day, I just decided that I was leaving Florida and I was going to move across country to California. I didn't know a single person. I had visited California (laughs) one time and I was just, I'm moving to LA. So I did it, you know, and everybody's like, what are you doing in there? Oh, it's so expensive. It's this, it's that. I said, I don't care. You know, this is what I know I need to do for my life. And I think that you know, oftentimes we get so caught up in that thinking and the thinking and the thinking. And does this make sense? Does that make sense? And I'm more just like, what is my body telling me to do? What is, what is the feelings that I get in my body when I think about this certain thing? You know, we're so oftentimes disconnected from our body intelligence. And I mm-hmm. think for me, when I follow that in my life, that's where the magic is. It always leads me to the magic. Yeah. And I just choose to not care what anybody else has to say about it.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's beautiful. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. So you just listen and it always works out. Right. And even if the thing that you're choosing doesn't happen to work out, like I think it it just kind of, Something else comes in its place that probably it always works out right. anyway. That always like, works out anyways.
2: That's a that's a belief choice too. It's like uh-huh. I can choose to see that as a mistake, or I can choose to see as oh, I shouldn't have done that, or I can say, okay, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. If I know and believe that I cannot make a wrong choice, that a wrong choice doesn't exist, and I just accept everything that is, it's a really good place to be. Yeah,
1: absolutely, powerful. Well, I really appreciate you taking some time here today. So, um, one last question. You know, what, if, if you were able to give the listeners one or two things that they could take and implement today, it would help them move forward in their life today. You know, what would those be?
2: One is for me, huge is core beliefs. Like, what do I believe about myself? What do I believe about life? Are those the things that are in my reality? Because if my reality doesn't look the way I want it to, it goes back to what I believe, what I believe I can have, what I believe that I can do. And all of that for me starts with identity. And that's why I love subconscious mind work so much because Mm -hmm. you can really dig into the identity of who you are. If you want to be a leader, if you want to be successful, you have to start being that before you actually will see that in your life. So if you can wake up every day and say, you know, this is my vision. Well, who do I need to be to fulfill that vision? You're not going to have the vision and then be that person. You have to be it before you can have it, right? So that would be number one number two if we're wanting to talk about really transformational stuff I would go back to that self hypnosis thing yeah. um, record yourself saying things like the most simple way to do it is to literally record yourself saying things that hack into that identity of who you desire to be and mm-hmm. listen to it at night before you go to sleep. And if if you do that, it will start seeping into your subconscious. And that's something that you can do passively that will actually create change in your brain. And it's super amazing.
1: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, thank you so much. You know, I did. I talked a little bit at the beginning about, you know, how we can follow uh, Miss Kelly here and, and uh, you know, keep up with what she's up to, her books, her podcasts. Um, Anything else that we need to know about you before we sign off here today?
2: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. If you loved anything that I have to say, reach out to me. I'm always in the Instagram DMs, I'm always hanging out. Come check out the podcast. I do take questions on my podcast. So if you're like, oh, you know, you said something you want to dig a little bit more, reach out to me and we will have a conversation. I absolutely love connecting with different people. So
1: awesome. I love it. Thank you so much for taking some time today. I really do appreciate it.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: a marriage has never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm gonna be a leader, I'ma lead the way to someone from.